A word before we jump in, this podcast is uncensored and full of spoilers. Consider yourself warned. Hi, Jeff Sons, and welcome to another episode of Takes All Over the Place. My name is Nick. Um, yeah, no, that is my name. So one of the reasons that we all forged a friendship initially was because of our shared love of Gilmore Girls. Um, I think what will tear us apart is some of the takes that I have of Gilmore Girls featured in this episode. And as always, I am joined by Julie, who is a bitch. She's a lover. She's a child undercover. 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 <laughs> And a decade older than Nick thought. Hi, everybody. <laughs> you just look so young. And we've got our trusty producer, Emma. Hi, Emma. Hello. She's currently painting with all the colors of the wind um, <laughs> <laughs> with a paintbrush that is covered in nothing but hopes and dreams. Uh, Julie, what are we talking about this week? Oh, my gosh. Well, we talked about RuPaul's Drag Race, All-Star Season 5, almost over. <laughs> I know. Is that what we're most excited about? <laughs> I mean, it was it's it's a good episode. It's been a good season. We had a couple duds, but this week was really good. Justice was served. Terrible lip sync. We had fun. It was a good time. We enjoyed ourselves. And then I watched Alone in Vancouver Island and in the Arctic, both alone by myself. I mean, and it's a little on the nose, isn't it? It's a lot on the nose, except I can eat whatever I want. Um, and then I watched Indian Matchmaker, which I absolutely loved. What else did you watch this week? So I'm just continually watching Bob's Burgers because I need to dissociate from this reality by watching a cartoon about a very wholesome but weird family. It soothes me. But I also watched The Assistant, which is the antithesis of that, but also an exceptional movie. And that's all I'm going to say. You'll have to listen to the rest You'll of the episode You'll have to listen to, to the rest of the fucking podcast. Oh, my God. All right. Well, we hope you enjoy it. Thank you. <laughs> You should stop me. You should stop me, Emma. So, Emma, I had, and Nick and I had a, a without you on the down low conversation this week because you were off on vacation and I didn't want to bother you. He started it. He sent me something on Instagram. And then I wanted to open up this topic to you both, um, but I already know Nick's answer that the worst episode so ever just, of Gilmore Girls is when we go with Jess to Santa Monica to meet his dad fake stepmom and the fake yep. girl who won't be his sister later. Yep. Would you agree? I'm not totally prepared for the question, but I, I know would, I got you off guard. I'm sorry. I would 85% probably agree because it is the episode where I want so badly to see what's happening with Rory that like <laughs> I sometimes try to watch it, but I almost never actually watch it. Well, it's coming off of Netflix because <gasps> that episode, the whole show. <laughs> I used to. That episode cannot survive. You well, used to. What happened to it? It's going to be on Peacock or something like that. What is Peacock? Peacock. <laughs> Peacock is the next new streaming service. I am it's so exhausted. One. I'm so yeah. exhausted by this. Isn't that have... what we had? We had this before Hulu and Netflix and everything. We had everyone had their own individualized streaming services. We've already done this. Did we? They were called well, you... channels on the cable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, no. First of all, you're a very funny person and you should be proud of that moment. 
I certainly am. No, you used to be able to go to like abcgo.com and watch everything there. I guess those were just like websites and not streaming services. Yeah, they're websites. That's still how I watch Samantha Who. Wow. The lame sitcom love from you, it never <laughs> ends. It just and never And, like, randomly, stops. randomly all ABC, because for some reason, like, 2006 to 2008 was just, like, a weird moment for me where all I watched were shitty ABC TV shows. Like, Is that where Pushing Daisies was, too? Oh, I liked Pushing Daisies. Pushing Daisies was legitimately good, and yes, it was. Yes, Pushing Daisies was around that same time, and then Notes from the Underbelly, which I genuinely enjoyed. No one knows about that. it. No. Exactly. <laughs> Is it, it Buffy-esque? No, it's like um, pregnant people. And it then, says if you like this, you should also watch Jake in Progress, Kissing Jessica Stein. These are all terrible. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be skipping notes from an underbelly. Anyway. Yeah, well, it was canceled after like half a season, I think. I'm so sorry. I don't know why I loved Pushing Daisies. I feel like it lost its way, but I have some really Pushing sentimental Daisies. sweetness in my heart for that show. Pushing Daisies was amazing. And that Absolutely. guy was on a very funny episode of The Mindy Project where he was like her nerd boyfriend in college and he becomes like a billionaire and wants to have sex with her. And she's <laughs> like, no, I can't. And then his girlfriend shows up and it's Chrissy Teigen. And you're like, oh, my God. So He's very cute. Also homosexual. I know. I didn't know that until this year. Good for him. Good for them. Good for him. Good for them. Get the D, my friend. Do it. <laughs> um, have you seen the new, the new, new, new drag content we're about to get? RuPaul takes Las Vegas or whatever. Oh, what is that? I don't. Is that the show? Is it know. just the Las Vegas Review show? I mean, no. It's like a reality series behind the making of it. Yeah, it seems trashy and terrible. And a hundred percent, I'm going to watch it. Well, I was trying to explain to somebody like what we talk about on the podcast, and I was like, it isn't always RuPaul, no, and usually luck. you have. <laughs> usually, there would be like a season of Drag Race, and then like six or eight months off. Yeah. Or a year, and then another series of drag race, and then at some random point, all stars. We've never had like this much consistent contact content forever. So I was like, we're not specifically a RuPaul drag race one. That's just what we're watching because it's on. But eventually it will yeah. go off, but maybe it's not gonna. I mean, I don't maybe I don't think it will. Not. I think it's gonna be round the clock, hundred percent RuPaul. I mean, she has to fuel her fracking habit. I hear fuels involved. I'm not a scientist. But you would think they would have stacked them up so that when All Stars finished, Canada's just started, but they're on at the same time. I know. It's bizarre. I don't understand. They're definitely diluting the drag stream brand, and it is becoming a little bit exhausting how much drag there is. Not yet, but like we're on the cusp. I can feel myself getting bored. That's what happened with season 11. I was just like, I can't watch it. I'm still just not convinced season 11 was any good. Also, but. maybe that. We've only I was excited. Two episodes, so. I was excited about Nina West, and then everyone was like, "It's a kind of a disaster," and I was like, "All right, cool, count me out." <laughs> no, but these these seasons right now are, I think, great. All Stars Five was great yeah. this week. Canada was really good, and Canada is so is different enough that I feel like it's yeah. engaging because I don't know any of those people, and then you know, All Stars are all people I love, and you're like, "Oh my god, thank God Blair Sinclair's gone." And did you watch did. Canada this week? No, I didn't. Okay. It was fun. <laughs> their drag, their songs are way better than All-Stars 5 songs, which were terrible. I we know. can just get to the end in the beginning here. Let's just talk about it right now. What the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? When Kennedy walked out, I was like, yes, bitch. The dancing diva, here we go. Can't wait. Bring it. I'm like, oh, she doesn't. This song is terrible. I'm like, oh, she doesn't know the words. I'm like, oh, this is awful. Like, this is the last lip sync assassin, and this is what you're giving us? 
Fire. Reba? Whoever picked that song is fired. I don't understand why they keep trying to make country music and drag race happen. It's never worked out well. Now, Ginger said on Twitter that that is a standard drag song. People have been doing it for years, but it's obviously not a good song to show off the talents of Cracker or Kennedy. And they could have really had like a dance off. It would have been amazing. Yeah. What the, like, that was clearly, I mean, I don't know if they picked that song last minute when they were like, Cracker has to win. There's no way that she can actually win against Kennedy. The money can't roll over to the grand prize. So she sort of had to. Why not? I don't know, RuPaul, maybe that's what that phone call was about. Have you seen the previews for next week? <coughs> uh, yeah, the other queens are coming back. What else? Well, I just watched like the first 10 minutes or whatever they give you on YouTube. Oh, yeah, I didn't get to watch that today. Well, tell me, tell me, tell me. So they, behind this glory hole, were like, literally, literally it's a giant glory hole. Because like, oh, my God, come on, kids, watch this. And someone's like, oh, my God, do we sound that fake? And, like, it does sound very canned because obviously these are all friends. And I want the conversations that happen at the craft services table, not the here are the cues that you need to check off before you can go eat. So there's this big glory hole. I still don't understand what happened. <laughs> all, of, all of the queens are hiding behind the glory hole. While... All the queens that have been kicked out? Correct, yes. Okay. While um, the top three are given probing questions about what do they think about everyone else, trying to excite uh, some sort of drama like they did behind the mirror. And I think Alexis gosh. Mateo was like, oh my God, did we sound that fake too? And it kind of like, it does sound a little canned. And I want, I don't understand why they choose the content that they choose at times. But I'm not a producer, you know? Uh, why is my arch nemesis Jane Krakowski got to be there? She's not a stand up so, person. Literally, even after this episode, still hatred for Jane Krakowski. Yes, she is. <laughs> she's not quite Jenna Maroney, but she's very close with her affected way of speaking and her half hair swooped. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I adore Jane Krakowski. I we think know. She's hilarious. We can't do anything about it. <laughs> Nor I for you. Uh, what about that she loved Blair? The that's most. what I was just gonna she say. Did not win her any points for me, <laughs> right? I follow her Instagram. She's so beautiful. Like, they must have done Blair dirty, don't you think? Because her jokes in rehearsal were funny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's also like what twenty five. Did you well, see her on the What You Pack In with Michelle Visage? No, I don't watch this. It was good. Unless she, it's Derek Barry. <laughs> She was definitely more likable and just saying, like, I really feel like I've come into my own. And I think standing on that stage and telling my trauma before they kicked me off immediately really did help her to, like, step into her light, you know? Yeah. As a person. But she is still a baby. I feel like she and Gigi Good could go get an apartment together somewhere and just be really confident in how great they are. And we wouldn't have to talk to them. But What are you looking at? I'm trying to read something that I wrote. <laughs> yeah, because we just talked about Blair. And Jane, I mean, I thought they gave good advice, but basically all you're saying is, like, be funny. Because Cracker was not being funny. Correct. Juju B was being funny-ish. And then, like, telling Shay she has to, like, make jokes about Sasha, I was like, okay. I mean. Well, I don't know. I think they thought we'd care more about that to this point. <laughs> because that's been the major beef was literally, it's been Cracker versus Angina, weirdly. It's been Alexis versus India, and it's been Shay versus Rose Petals. And it just, I don't know if that's the most compelling beef to have. Because, like, maybe it's still genuinely affecting her. This was a year ago that it was filmed. But I, like, I certainly don't care that much. 
And I assume no. no one. I assume everyone shares my opinions. I do. So the, what I wrote down was one of Blair's jokes, which is why it didn't make any sense. He wanted to educate you about Ross Matthews. The only thing higher than his voice is his estrogen level. Ah. Oh, I just like, I know. I, okay, so the like, reading off the cards was not great. That was bullshit. No, and I think s- they slowed that down in slow motion. I was like, eeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeee
it would be really hard to between Juju, Alexis, and Shay. Correct. I mean, I feel like Shay is a professional drag queen. I feel like Juju is, it's a side hustle. I don't know what else she's doing besides getting sober, which is great. Um, but Shay has obviously put like so much time, so much effort, so much money. Juju is like, here's my prom outfit. I know. <laughs> and it was adorable. Here's my dress that doesn't go to the floor. Okay, here's a tube dress I made. I never learned, bothered to learn how to sew in 12 years. But that, I mean, don't bother me right now. I'm not <laughs> here's a bunny Halloween costume or Easter oh my costume. God. <laughs> here's my three outfits from Party City with shake and go wigs for all of them. Yeah, 100%. You may not like Shay's looks, but you can tell they cost cash. Money. They're expensive, yeah. She Which is, is so weird because I vacillate between needing it to look homemade and crafty and wanting it to look expensive. And I have zero need for it to look crafty. Well, I want it to look like it's homemade. Why? I just wanted to have a creative concept. <laughs> I like when it's unique and different, and I like when it's not bankrolled by like foreclosing on their apartment. <laughs> what did you think of the runways? So, okay. The theme was freak out, right? Correct. Um, what does that mean to you? Kind of just twisted freaks, like maybe more Dragula, like twisted, creepy, maybe. Yeah, that's what Not I think. Not club of. kid. Not club kid. Where did all these club kids come from? I don't know. Like, do you Google freak out drag and it's just like everyone sucking pacifiers on Molly in a 90s warehouse? I don't know, but I'm so mad at Cracker because I made the joke in my notes that Juju B looked like Vivacious on crack and then she called her Vivacious. I was like, God I know. Damn it. <laughs> You guys are that super similar. Aww. Didn't you uh, get Cracker in that BuzzFeed quiz? Fuck off. Um, <laughs> you guys are the same person. One time I judged um, for Artswave, the PNG sing-off. It was like the finale. And Bob Herzog was the MC, and I was sitting like a judge with um, Chad Ochocinco and the guy who does the Rusty Griswolds or whatever. Why, I, why they picked me, nobody knows. You're Bob, amazing. You're amazing. Bob and I have the same cultural references. We're about the same age. We've done a hundred yeah. um, gigs together. He works every charity benefit in the city. He's amazing. Um, so they would come to us like we were dancing with the stars judges and ask us things. And I would get, get being ready to say something funny. And then Bob would say it and I get really pissed. So we took a break before the second to last group went. I'm like, hey, Bob, how about you come to me before you make your quips? Because you keep stealing what I want to say. <laughs> and he's like, oh, really, Julie? I'm like, yeah, Baba, really. So these guys come out from P&G, and they're like terrible white older men rapping. We're Pretty at the cool. Duke Energy Center. It's full. It's 2,000 people. And so he goes, Julie, what did you think? I was like, oh, I didn't know P&G stood for pimps and gangsters. And I were like, oh. And um, Chad Ostrosinko turns to me. He's like, so you're never going to be asked back. Like, you shouldn't have said that. I'm like, but it was really funny. And Bob's like, Bob's like, you win the night. You win the night. I was like, yes, I do. And then he called out for the next group to come out, and they never came out. And he's like, ladies and gentlemen, the Von Trapp family singers. I was like, damn it, Bob. <laughs> you won the night. Bastard. So he's just the best. But anyway, I felt just robbed that same way. I was like, don't you say my vicious. I said my <laughs> Then I guess it's just obvious that it looked like my vicious. No, you still want, you want, Julie, you won the night. Yeah, me alone you in my the, house, eating yeah. massive amounts of food, watching Drag Race. I won the night. That's why I prefer to be alone, because I always win the night when it's me. It's like, who am I judging myself against? My past self. That's it. And who I think my future self would be and where I should be at the present. It's, it's just awesome. me with all my Ebenezer's ghosts of Christmas past. 
<laughs> Come over, everyone. <laughs> it's a true treat. That's why I think you watch the show with Emma, so that those other personalities can settle down for a little bit and just enjoy the show. Yes, and Emma is one of the few people who just allows me to get wildly drunk and shout over her, and she still somehow at least pretends it's endearing. <laughs> I pretend to listen. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> She's tr- there have been times when I'm just like, remember when I said that? And you're like, no. <laughs> no. Sorry. As How I'm like, late oh, in the, the night was this rant? <laughs> oh, I do. I get feisty. I do get feisty. Sometimes it's just about how beautiful Emma is and how she needs to accept and love herself. <laughs> and her hair grows so fast. I know. <laughs> like bald. So whose outfit did you like? Did you like crackers the best then? I just, I don't know that I loved any of them. I... Frank and I just made the same sound. My God, <laughs> we are brothers. Um, so I liked I liked Cracker's concept. I thought the plague head thing was a little too large. Um, I thought it was literally swallowing her. I mean, she's a petite queen anyway, so most things will swallow her. But um, that was not dirty, I swear. Um... And then, like, the jumpsuit underneath, I don't know. I don't know that it was super flattering for her no, body. No, no. Um, she looked, think, like, dirty, like she needed a shower, but not in a good way. I think she could have proportionized a little bit more. <laughs> I don't know. It just looked it looked odd. She sort of looked like my Thanksgiving turkey before I cook it, as if I've ever cooked anything in my life, before someone else cooks it for me. <laughs> the Thanksgiving turkeys I've seen on TV, on Bob's Burgers. I just watched the Thanksgiving episode. Let's be honest with ourselves. There's more than one. There's the one where the turkey ends up in the toilet. There's one every fucking season, and right. I love it. Yeah. I like, it's like the Bob turkey talks in the, to the food, and the food talks back. Hi, turkey. I can't do the voice. Damn it. Um, so that was <laughs> Shay's. I thought I didn't get freak out. I got like Bootsy Collins. I got. I'm I got. So I scared. I know. I mean, the coat looked like I was like, did you borrow that from Miss Cracker when she was chastising Angina? Because it looks nearly identical, um, just in a different color. And I don't know. I didn't get it. And then Blair's, I guess I got the, I don't know. I didn't really love any of them. Jujubes would probably have been my favorite. Yeah, me too. I think that's everybody's. Blair's, once again, just trying too hard in this weird way. And it's a jumpsuit, but it didn't really fit. And it wasn't supposed to. And the Cheshire cat mask that she was wearing with her nose out. Hello, pandemic. I'll put it away. Um, yeah. And I just Shay's, like. That was the least special outfit Shay's worn the whole season. Yeah. I just, it didn't make sense. No. The and like. Out at night. I guess. I mean, I don't know if season 12 and All Stars 5 were filmed contemporaneously. And Shay knew that mullets were in in RuPaul's sort of sexual Rolodex of arousals, but I, it just, it missed the mark for me. It's going to be a boot, honey. It's going to be a definite boot. I will say I spent most of that time just body shaming cracker. Uh, instead of <laughs> actually commenting on her look, she, she pats I liked, herself very strangely. She does pat herself strangely. I liked that concept the most. That to me was freaky. I love the plague doctor. It's unfortunately very appropriate in this current climate. Um, underneath, I, I don't know. I guess if the underneath was different, I would have loved it more. I can't remember specifically, but Cracker had like a different outfit in season 10 where like it was gold and like maybe an eyeball was up here. It was really like freaky, you know? Yeah. Do that. Do that. All right. So now we have to decide who will win, who should win. 
Dun, dun, dun. Okay. This is who, who should win. Who should win? I'm ready. This is because it's the same win. answer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Send. <laughs> yeah, it's really not very difficult because oh. You think GGV should win? Yes, I do. Well, you're going to need to defend that. So here's why. Um, I think. <laughs> wrong. Beginning of this. All right, we'll just go with wrong. <laughs> no, go on. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I don't. I don't know what possessed me that took me over because this entire time I've been like Shay absolutely needs to win, um, and deserves to win. But I don't know. I think Jujube has just made more compelling TV, and I enjoy her personality immensely. And I would love for her to get a win. She's been consistently in the top three. She's one of the best performers. She's from season fucking two, and she's managed to stay relevant this entire time due to her personality, not at all her looks. And she's not doing RuPaul's makeup or threatening to blow up DragCon. So that's talent. I don't know, she's, Mike Drop, that, that's my thoughts. Those are my thoughts. I don't know. She's been talented. I don't know that I truly believe that, though. It should be Shay Shay. I just feel like if Shay loses again, it's just not good. It's not good. No, Shay deserves to win. And she's worked really, really hard. But if she she won, I would be happy for her, too. And then... VH1 knows me so well that the movie that was on was Liar Liar. I'm like, oh, I, I love this movie. So then I'm just stuck there watching Jim Gar- Jim Carrey who can't say a lie. All right, now I'm going to rant about Maura Tierney and Julie Bowen for just a second. These two nothing people who are very nice have never stopped working, ever. <laughs> and they just always play like the bland lady next door who is probably a little too thin in the case of Julie Bowen. But I mean, God. I'm like, oh, it's more a tyranny or Julie Bowen. Who cares? Which one's more a tyranny again? Exactly. ER? Exactly. Yeah, the one from yes. ER. ER, and then news radio, and something else. She's been on a million shows. She never stops working. Ju- same thing with Julie Bowen. They never stop. And they're Wild. just boring to me. <laughs> I don't know why I hate them both, but I do. I get very upset when they come on. I'm like, oh, great. I mean, millions of people can't be wrong. I'm sure something wrong. I mean, millions me. of people voted before. for Donald Trump. So, <laughs> and what's that show that was awful? Oh, the <laughs> chemistry science one or the Big Bang Theory? <laughs> I know I know nothing about it except for I hated it. Yes, the Big Bang Theory, the greatest chemical discovery <laughs> in science. So, Alex Winter of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, you know. Yeah the one that's not Keanu Reeves made a documentary that I was super excited. Showbiz kids. That's all for me. Can't wait. Um, it's terrible. It's on HBO max. You don't learn anything except guess what? It's really hard to be a child actor. What (laughs) are you sure? And working when you're seven and supporting your family kind of takes a toll on you. Um, but one of the kids in it was Will Wheaton who I, who Mm, talked about guest starring on the big bang theory. Um, he didn't want to be an actor at all. His mother made him do it. And I, guess what? It caused a lot of strife in their family. See, I feel like I would have made an amazing child actor. And I feel like I should have been put into show business. 
So I feel like you could still do it. You could be Kirk and just sort of like a man boy stunted who plays younger roles. <laughs> just, was that meant to be a compliment? Because yes. it absolutely was an attack. <laughs> well, I'm in the Gilmore episodes now where Kirk has moved out of his mother's house and has nowhere to sleep, so he's sleeping in the boat. There is, there the is no justifying this. You compared me to Kirk. A little bit. <laughs> To Kirk. Hey, he stands in for the raccoon on the Guardians of the Galaxies movies. I just, I cannot. Multi-talented. Multi, multi That's only because his brother's the director. And because he can crouch down in a really weird way. Uh, what are the ten? other ten worst episodes of Gilmore Girls according to your recent search? <laughs> <laughs> this is just according to IMDb. It's mostly just all season seven. That's fair. Like, like six and seven. Lorelai's first cotillion is eight. Oh, I love that precocious little brat girl. Always a godmother, never a god. Godmother. I didn't hate that one. Knit people knit. Oh, I remember liking that episode. Yeah. I'm only in season five right now. It, it was one of the few season seven episodes that had like fun town shit. Right, because the the Paladinos aren't writing it anymore, right? Right. Yeah. So like this is all season seven. All yeah, season, season seven, seven sucks. Yeah. yeah, this is entire. Yes, French twist. Oh, is French twist is so bad. Yeah. That's that's worthwhile. When they get married, yeah. it's the worst thing that ever happened in the whole world. <laughs> Interestingly, our worst episode not on there. Well, it should be ten worst episodes, excluding season seven. Yeah, because we could that's just say true. season seven doesn't count. We know trash. it's mostly bad. <laughs> yes. We favorite episodes. Let's go with the positive for a second. Do you have any favorite episodes that go uh, offhand? Yeah. Uh, the dance marathon. I was just going to say that. Oh, oh so good. I so do not good. like the dance marathon. That's when she and Jess get together. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> we have different interpretations. Emma, of that is not. Your love of Jess is not okay. Um, but I also have to admit, I love Jess upon the rewatches. And it's for me, it goes early Dean before they made him into an idiot. And then it's Jess. And then... Logan. Sorry, my hand was still going down, but you couldn't see it. I don't know. I might have problematic fictional male attachments, but my <laughs> top is definitely Logan and Jess with Dean way far behind. And I know he's the best person. He made her a car. I know. I know he, he is made her the a car. Best I know. I know. He's the best person. <laughs> Early Dean. Early, Early Dean, Logan. Early Logan. No. Late Dean. Late Logan. Yes. <laughs> I mean, fair, I guess. But let's Why be real here. Rory's kind of a piece of crap. If yes. You, you know what I mean? She really is just kind of I a piece of crap. I think part of the problem is also Rory declines as a <laughs> sympathetic character. Completely. She's terrible. But early Logan, I just watched the one today where she goes on the date with Robert and they end up at the... Quentin Tarantino themed party yep. and Logan's like I don't like this I want you to leave with me and she's like I can't she's like I can't I'm with Robert and he's like no I want us to be together I'm like yeah, me too <laughs> I know I know that's the that's my top <laughs> and he's loaded hello hello, hello. just seems fun <laughs> still shorter than me but then once we get to season seven right isn't that where they go oh another one I don't like is when they go on vacation with Luke and Lorelai to like Nantucket or Cape Cod or wherever they go? Uh, no, that's six because oh, seven, that's a, that's Luke and Lorelai are not together the whole time. Right. Yes, because of the fucking. And see, I never bought into the Luke charm. 
um, <gasps> earlier. Calm down. Everyone calm down. In the beginning, like I got his charm, but I didn't see Lorelai and Luke together. I never thought that was a real fit. I never thought that was destined. Emma, should I- we start a podcast without him? What is he saying? <laughs> I mean, when I- we do the Gilbert Girls spin off, he's definitely not invited. <laughs> You can I hang out with takes. Demi over there and talk crap about it. First of all, calm down. Second of all, I will actually not. calm down. Third of all, here's Luke my Dane's take. in his bed with his crazy plaid sheets, like his, his sheet draped way <laughs> over his thigh. You're like, oh my God. Here's the thing. I always liked Luke as a person and a character. I never thought, I never got that Luke and Lorelai were supposed to be the will they won't they couple of the series. I know. I'm trying to just talk over you so that I can still like you as a person, but you are wrong. <laughs> they didn't even like each other in real life, and I still wanted them to get it on constantly. Yeah. They didn't like each other in real life? No. no. Oh, why? Well, she didn't like him. And it <clears throat> turns out she was not the nicest person on set, but, you know, it's a really hard job. Those are the sure. rumors. I mean, she had a lot of lines to learn incessantly. Yes. And she had to say them very fast. Oh, at Rory's graduation, I think they make Luke wear a toupee. Oh, it's very another strange. great episode. Right? That's a really good one. Mm-hmm. And then Suki's trying to get through, and she's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm never like this. And then by the end, she's like, I'm sorry, I suck. I love that. <laughs> That's one of my favorite ones. And then we I just watched the one where um, Emily and, uh, not Emily and Christopher, Emily and the dad, Richard, get remarried. And she finagles everything, and, and at the end, Lorelai's getting her picture taken, and she looks at Emily, she's like, you and me, we're, we're done. done. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, I'd love to get a couple more shots in. Yeah, so would I. Oh, good one. <laughs> wow. Wow, 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 wow. I go like... Get something to go get some coffee, Christopher. <laughs> I like Rory's dance. That was a very fun one. In season one? Oh, wait. Rory's yeah, in season dance. one. Okay. She goes to the prom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I loved proms. <laughs> and then also the Bracebridge dinner was good. Oh, the Bracebridge, Bracebridge dinner, dinner is amazing. There so it is. Good. I'm back. I've curried enough favor to come back. <laughs> All right, now we have to rank Lorelai's men: Christopher, Max, Digger, and Luke, Max and the guy who one. she met at the annex oh, community. Alex. Yes, Alex. Oh my God, good for you. Wow. Wait, was that, um, what's his name? He definitely no. has another name. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Um, He's okay, going with so a coffee. He was going to open a coffee shop. Yeah. Sure. Okay, what are their names again? Max Medina, her no, first love, who gave yeah. her a thousand yellow daisies, mm-hmm. but was basically a wet blanket. <laughs> I did not like him. Then Alex, Christopher, <laughs> Jason, a.k.a. Digger, and Luke... Of course. Okay. Am I Should we anybody? all type our rankings? <laughs> I have to say, this episode is purely for us. And I'm feeling <laughs> about it. I mean, we can send my sister the unedited without another, anyone else would care. Number one, meaning who we like the best. Who, yes. who she should have ended up with. Yeah, what else would number one mean? I don't know. I'm off the podcast, don't I? <laughs> all right. Let me know when you're ready. I'm ready. Nick, are you ready? What? Max is number one. Max sucks. I liked Max. Nick is apparently a season one stan. I fucking love season one. Maybe he's only seen season one. (laughs) Uh, Perhaps. Then how would I know Rune? That is so terrible. I fucking 
Digger is the absolute worst. Luke I like is... that we're both number two for Christopher. Yes. It's fair. I feel like I need to watch this again because some of my scalding hot takes are apparently absolute trash. 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 Absolute trash. <laughs> I think I'm just you running out of nostalgia now. You had to know the rune take now. was trash. <laughs> the rune what take rune is take? funny, though. It is funny. That, okay, no, rune is better than Digger. I hated Digger. Okay, but you're telling me when the night that we finally get rid of Digger for good, yeah. Luke goes to kiss Lorelai, and he's just like, what are you doing? He's like, just stay there. You weren't, like, heart palpitating, so excited they were going to make out? No, because I don't think that I ever thought of them as a potential couple. So when it happened, it just felt forced. Even though it the didn't. subtext is there. I know, okay. They went on a back. date? Luke can waltz. I am being attacked! Luke can waltz! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Nick has exited the podcast. What is that? Oh, and then he's like trying so hard to like dance with her. Oh, it's so cute. He's like, I'm not on the way home. There was a moment, right? There was a moment. I felt it. There was a moment. I know. I did it all right. Now this is happening. I totally, I totally bought it. Hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. And then when he's making the giant tarp, even though it's been a horrible season. And he's sewing everybody's stuff together and they're playing, you can stop my heart from oh turning inside out. Oh my God. The very end of season out. seven, they did something right there. I was very satisfied with how that ended. Yes. The rest of it, garbage. But Roy she's off to work, work for, for Obama. Obama. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've she only watched the, <laughs> the special once. Like I've never watched it again. So I don't really remember what happens in the seasons. Are yeah. you back? Yes, sorry. I had to go to the bathroom and cleanse myself of my poor takes. <laughs> we, what is our what is our show called? Takes all over the place. Not takes in line with Emma and Julie's ideals. <laughs> I think that is the subtitle. Okay, here's what I have to say. I started watching the show with my family when it initially aired on WB in 2000 when I was nine years old. So. A lot of my feelings are very nostalgic about how I felt as a nine-year-old. And in my mind, Max was the perfect gentleman. Dean was who I would need to be for some woman someday. Uh, because <laughs> <laughs> it seemed necessary. And then later I realized that I really just wanted to bang Jess. But I think, and then I had this like very strong feeling that the family unit should stay together. And for some reason I was just like, Rory wants her dad and the dad should be together. I even wanted like Will and Grace to get together. I was like, I know that he's gay, but I like, it's a TV show that can make it happen. They just belong together. So there were a lot of things that I just felt were like normal and correct and should happen that I do not feel anymore. I think I've always just been more attracted to Christopher and I have no attraction to Luke. I am Absolute zero. famously attracted to both. So That's fair. But not I to Max <laughs> or to Jess. Max and Jess are the Fine. same person. <laughs> they now, look identical to each other. Digger was in a movie called Metropolitan a million years ago. A really like independent, amazing film, and he was really smart in it. Chris Eigenman, he has some acting chops. So when he showed up on Gilmore Girls, I'm like, what are you doing on the CW? <laughs> but... Um, he was a very likable character and that it was a very like intellectual cerebral movie um, that you would probably like. But anyway. Who are you talking to, Emma? Because you've given up hope that I have no, a brain. I, no, you, <laughs> You're very cerebral. <laughs> very cerebral. Don't you think? In a good way. In a good way. 
Um, I just. <laughs> Thank you. I feel very brave. Did you uh, watch anything else this week? Did you consume any other content? So, did I watch The Old Guard last week? Two weeks ago, maybe. Ah, then no. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, well, wait, I did watch The Assistant uh, a while ago, but it's now on Hulu. And it that is. was quite good. Someone else was talking about it. Somebody tweeted about it. They're like, This Assistant's good. Watch it. Yes, it is good. I found it very enjoyable. We watched it for my mom's birthday when we asked my mom to pick, and then my dad picked this movie. And it is um, all in one day. It's with um, Ruth from the Ozarks. Or the oh, Ozark. that's who it is. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she plays the assistant to a Hollywood executive who is akin to like a Harvey Weinstein character. Uh, does she kill him or anything? I can't say. Okay. Thank Reviews you. say subtle and slow. <laughs> it, no, it is very slow. It is very, I won't say plotting, but it's not the fast-paced thriller. It's very psychological and a sort of you stew in it for a while and it affects you. I think for many days after watching, for me, mere minutes. But <laughs> that's just because I have to move on from sadness quickly. I cannot dwell or I will stay there. Good acting, good writing, good directing, good all of those things. Yeah, good, great. Good to great. How many gemstones would you give it? I mean, I feel like my gemstones usually come from a, did it bring me joy? Is this like a Marie Kondo situation? And this did not bring me joy. But <laughs> it was very well done. So I'll give it I'll give it 91 gemstones for that. Wow. That's really high. I, it is. It's what I needed in the moment, which is just something to bring me in that is not super intense, but still has an undercurrent of intellect with just like, I don't know, I found it to be very impactful. Well, so I know <laughs> that Emma also forayed into the world of Alone this week, the um, survivalist game show. Have you watched <laughs> any of that, Nick? No, I have heard about it um, through you. You told me about it. Well, this week I watched all of season two and then Alone in the Arctic. And wow. Uh, the Arctic is bad. It's wow. really bad. More yeah. I've heard it's like so cold. Have to go home. Yeah. More people than not get sent home because of medical issues because they're dying, basically. Like, Jesus. Your body has stopped eating fat because there isn't any and it's starting to eat away at your heart muscle. So you got to go now. Holy but shit. On a lo so it's all self-produced, right? They bring their own cameras. They're filming themselves. They get a medical check once a week, but they talk to no one. This one went like 70 or 80 days. They start to go bananas. But because it's not really produced, it's not really that entertaining. So I like to fast forward until I see someone crying and I know they're going home. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Emma, I got to tell you, Alone in the Arctic, which is on Netflix, whereas the other ones are on Amazon Prime, definitely yeah. turns it up. Really? And everybody is it the that's same there, show? Yeah. Same producers is just in the Arctic instead of Vancouver Island. The only difference is on this one, First of all, everybody really is an expert because you would die out there. Um, yeah. But everybody needs... So you win a half a million dollars. And everybody needs the money. So they're like really staying out there because they really need the money. You said that, that is went, what, so 70 cruel. or 80 days? Yeah. Oh, my God. Outside? Well, they build, <laughs> That alone disqualifies me. I'm like, they is there electricity? They, 
They build shelters. No, like what streaming services do they have? This one wacky lady sets her own tent on or shelter on fire at least twice, maybe three times. <laughs> Intentionally? I mean, I don't know how you make make a shelter that has a chimney with a fire inside. Eventually, you're just gonna catch that roof on fire. So, I mean, I, I guess like, in oh the Arctic, God. she on fire again? Fuck. <laughs> Sounds like the Hunger Games. Jesus. It, oh, my God. Everyone was so skinny. And this one woman, the same woman who lit her <laughs> place on fire, um, decided to bathe in um, juniper sticks. So she's like, I haven't looked at myself. You know, I haven't taken off my clothes because it's so damn cold. But she's going to, like, bathe in the smoke. And so she takes off her clothes and she's just, like, rubbing herself. She's super tiny and just like, I'm glad I got to see it. I'm stronger than I thought. You're like, no, you're not. No, you're not, you're sweetie. Dying. Oh, my God. You are dying rapidly in front of our eyes, but really good characters. Alone in the Arctic, jump ahead. Heard. But we need, like, a reunion show. I need to talk about it with these people. I need to know if they were okay afterward. You I know, mean, maybe that's... Seven yeah. days by yourself. Not eating. Yeah. Fucking bananas. Seven hours without food. I'm a, a, a mean, crazy person. Yeah. It is violent, though. You get to see somebody. They, like, kill a lot of animals, including a moose. <gasps> no. Wow. And then it turns out that moose meat is so lean, it can't even keep this guy alive. He has a whole moose to himself, and he can't eat enough of it to get enough fat and protein in his body. Oh Holy God. shit. So I just fast forward through that part. And was, this, was that sponsored by moose? Was that <laughs> yes. medical study sponsored by a moose? <laughs> Don't eat me. You won't be able to survive. <laughs> this one woman catches a lot of rabbits. And, you know, once it's really cold, they're, like, frozen dead. And she's like, I got a hair. I'm so <laughs> excited. You're like, ooh. So be prepared can you for radio? lots of escorting. Like, can you radio to be like, get me you out of here? I'm a celebrity. Get me out phone. of here. Well, when your cabin is burning down around you, beep, or you've fallen into the frozen river. Wait, but, like, what if they don't have their wits about them and they can't press the button? Do they Everybody just die? was able. Well, I, I trust me. I Googled before I watched. Like, after the first two seasons, I'm like, does anybody die? I kind of need to know. Um, everybody's able to press the button. Even this guy who falls into the river who you're like, are you okay? Like, get out of the river. <laughs> like, he, what if someone literally had their arm ripped off and they could no longer press the button? They would just die out there, right? I mean, there are bears up in their shit. This one guy who also catches his shelter on fire, um, it Idiots. burns at like 1230 at night and it's minus 15 degrees yeah. and they can't fly in a helicopter in in the dark. So he has to wait eight hours in the darkness and the freezing cold with nothing. All oh my god! Supplies burned up. Absolutely not. He was totally gonna win. That was sad. Be careful, man. Don't burn down your shelter. Julie, how many gemstones would you give alone? Like alone not being alone. Arctic? Like yeah, just like not the general 82. feeling of loneliness. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to tell you one other thing about alone. It's not as fun to eat while they're starving. I don't know why. I really enjoy eating while people are starbing on Survivor and The Biggest Loser. But maybe because it feels real, real. It is real, real. They're yeah. in real, real trouble. It's like that's I find real, myself real. not eating. Yeah. How many gems? Okay, so how many gemstones do you give the art? I know I've asked you this question that immediately interrupted you. <laughs> so now it will take at least 30 seconds. So go. Alone in the Arctic, I would give 87 <laughs> gemstones as long as you're willing to fast forward through things that make you uncomfortable. And then alone, the traditional one? Regular alone, I didn't. It wasn't as good. The, the, it wasn't as terrifying. Like 70. So then. To lighten things up, and because I have nothing else to do, I watched Indian Matchmaking on Netflix, which I highly recommend. 
I thought it was just going to be terrible, and it's not. It's adorable. I learned a lot about Indian culture. I learned some things about Indian culture. I fell in love with all the people. By the end, it's like a real reality show where you're like, are they going to end up together? Um, it's great. I highly is it better, recommend it. Is it better than Love at First Sight and Thutha? <laughs> Love is Blind, The Circle, Whatever. Thutha, better than all of those things. Amazing. All of them. <gasps> what? Did I tell you I fell into a... I did, I think, that I fell into a little... Um, Honey boo boo trap in YouTube. <laughs> no, but I like how you fell into the honey trap, except it was the honey boo boo trap. I mean, I haven't watched Honey Boo Boo ever on a regular basis. I've seen like a minute of a toddler and tiara. I know that Mama June lost a bunch of weight, but yeah. somehow YouTube was like, hey, Julie, what are you doing? Nothing. You want to check out this honey boo boo clip about Mama and the sugar bear? I'm like, you bet I do. So Mama June's become a meth head, lost her house, sold all her stuff. Honey Boo Boo's living with her sister, Pumpkin. Sugar Bear's remarried to some crazy lady. But Mama June uh, keeps dropping out of rehab. Oh, my God. It's terrible. And they took Honey Boo Boo to go model. And the new stepmother's like, you really think anybody wants to see that walk? I'm like, oh, boy. So <laughs> things have gone really, really far downhill for Honey Boo Boo and Mama and Sugar Bear. I highly recommend uh. the four to seven minute clips on YouTube if you have no life at all, which I do not. <laughs> I would and give them 1,000 gemstones for the joy that they bring me, and I do not know why. It's That's a combination fair. of intervention, hoarders, toddlers, and tiaras all together with a little Tiger King feel. I mean, what more do you want out of life, people? <laughs> um, just Have you seen Jennifer Coolidge saying hi? Because that, that's all I want. No. Okay, I will play it for you right now. Please it do. Is literally, it is literally me whenever I greet Yeah. Hi. <laughs> me man is that that's not the greatest thing ever is that new is that a new her saying hi thing or? that's a new thing yes <laughs> why doesn't she have a bigger career she's so funny she's so fucking hilarious hi <laughs> Takes All Over the Place is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and Frank. <laughs> the awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. <laughs> we love you, Frank.